Welcome back to the Real Deal Brides podcast. I'm your host, Alessandra Macaluso, author of the Real Deal Bridal Bible. And today I am sitting here with Bernadette Mollian. She's owner of a company called Dressed Charlotte. And this is actually my first interview where I'm sitting with my interviewee. So I'm really excited to have Bernadette right here with me. So Bernadette, say hi. Hello. (laughs) And welcome to the show. You have a ton of awesome tips, I know, for brides. But first, I met Bernadette because I had a function, a black tie event to Mm -hmm. go to. And I found Bernadette online because she rents very nice, very beautiful high-end dresses for all sorts of events. So um, mine was a black tie event and I found her and immediately found a dress actually that I loved. So um, Bernadette, tell me a little bit about your company and how you got started with dress. Yeah. Yeah. So our company is based in Charlotte, North Carolina. We rent out dresses for special occasions. Our dress rental started at $39, includes the dry cleaning, is typically for four days. And we wanted an option that people could come and try the dresses on in advance, unlike uh, some companies that are based online, and also to keep it really affordable. And I actually started this business, funny enough, because a couple years ago I was in grad school getting my MBA, and I had seven weddings to go to in one year, and I was a bridesmaid in two of them, and (laughs) I was just thinking, oh my gosh, I have all these student loans to pay, and I don't have the money to be spending on a dress for all these weddings, let alone the bachelorette party and the bridal shower and the engagement dinner and all of that stuff. So I said, wouldn't it be great if I could have a company that would I would be able to rent out dresses. But mm-hmm. also, since I had a lot of dresses that I've only worn once, could I actually get some money back on those dresses? And so I wanted to have the option where people could not only rent dresses from us, but they could also let other people rent dresses from them and they get a commission every time they rent out. It's so smart. So Thank smart. You. And it, like you said, there were a lot of online things that I first found, you know, before I found you, all I thought was online. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of people have said, oh, yeah, I use this service or that service and they mail me a dress and blah, blah, blah. Um, But like you said, it's so different when you can't try them on. So Mm -hmm. for me, when I found you, I was like, this is perfect. And I spent like an hour here. Remember that morning? Yeah, we had a good time. We did. (laughs) And you you were so great because, I mean, we could see each other. So Mm -hmm. you saw me and you could see like my coloring, my size, this and that. And I mean, you were like on it. You had like, (laughs) like seven or eight dresses lined up for me there. And like I said, I found something no problem. And the whole entire process was just so smooth and oh, good. it was so nice because I, I mean, I personally don't like, I like shopping because I like new things, but I don't mm-hmm. like to shop. I'm not a good shopper. So. Yeah. Yeah. And funny enough, uh, when I first started this business, I was really focused on the affordability mm-hmm. of the dresses and what's been happening as a byproduct, which I didn't predict was that people really enjoy because we do everything by appointment. They've enjoyed having these one-on-one yes. appointments with somebody and not that I'm a, necessarily a fashion expert by any means, but a lot of these dresses, I've seen them on somebody else. Mm-hmm. And as I get to know my clients, I get to understand what their what their styles are and what they like and what you know what parts of their body they don't like. And so um, over time, I've built up um, a nice clientele of, of people who come not only because it's affordable, because they feel like there's somebody there to help them go through that whole process because not everyone... Like you said, enjoy shopping. I've always enjoyed shopping, so I never understood that. But other people, they don't. And so we provide that convenience as well. Probably because you're good at picking things out for other people. Like I feel like for me, I never really know what would work or what wouldn't work. Mm -hmm. Like I need some guidance. And you're definitely fashion savvy. Oh. Yeah. So I think you definitely have an eye for that. Thank you. But um, So then this initially wasn't really geared toward brides or weddings, right? No, no. So initially when I first started it, I was thinking – so funny enough, when I first started it – 
Uh, and I actually did a presentation about this uh, company in my MBA program. And I said, oh, this is my quote unquote beachhead client, you know, the ideal client. And it was mm-hmm. going to be this 20 year, 20 year old, some, some person who goes out all the time, mm-hmm. who has lots of events to go to, maybe just started out in her career and is really, you know, cost conscious. And funny enough, that hasn't been the case. It's been um, people who are a little bit uh, later in their careers, who a lot of times it's moms because they don't have the time to go shopping or drag their kids around. She's I'm raising my hand. <laughs> you know, they don't want to go to the mall and, and yeah. you know bring their kids around. Um, it's a lot of people who, you know, actually have the money to spend, but mm-hmm. they're not, they understand that there's other things that are probably more important to spend their money on than a dress they're only going to wear one time. Yeah. And uh, there are people who, like I said before, who are interested in coming here because maybe they don't shop for a dress that often and they need help in figuring that out. I just had a client the other day who said she's only been to two weddings in her whole life and she's in her mid-40s. And she was just like, oh, wow, I don't even know where to begin. So I love working with people like that. uh, And it's been a really interesting surprise. Uh, But in terms of the actual occasions, I I did a uh, report the other day and 50, 60 percent of our clients are coming as wedding guests. Wow. So it's uh, it's definitely I haven't built it as a wedding service before. And Mm -hmm. I'm starting and just in the past months, I've realized that, uh, you know, weddings is a big part of what we do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And especially because they are so seasonal related as well. Like, there's you know, you get a lot of fall weddings, you get a lot of spring weddings and a lot of times you don't want to go spend a ton of money on a dress. I mean, you were just telling me a story before we started recording, which I want you to tell Mm -hmm. so that the listeners can hear it, but about somebody who um, really wanted a dress and you were like, okay, well you could buy it, but it was like $400 or something like that. Or you can rent it Mm -hmm. for like 40 something dollars. And it's like a no brainer. Once you, once you like lose the emotional edge about it, you actually start thinking logically like, wait a minute, I'm actually probably not going to wear this dress again. Right. Especially now it's, I hate to say this because it might sound tacky in a way, but like you're photographing everything these days and there's social media yeah. and there's this, and there's that. And it yeah. may sound tacky, but I could see myself or anybody else being like, you know what? I don't want to wear that to this. Cause I've already, everyone's seen me. In yeah. It. I've already, you know, photographed it. And it, I don't know. There's also just something I think to be said for like that feeling when you wear something that's new to you, maybe mm-hmm. not necessarily brand new off the rack in a store, but something that you've never worn before. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. And I think that's a lot of times, when we go shopping, that is the thing that we're trying to accomplish is just getting something new. Yeah. And what a lot of people realize is it doesn't have to be something brand new, just new to you. Exactly. And uh, and so, yeah, last night I actually had a friend. She had her bridal shower a week or two ago, and I wasn't able to make it to the bridal shower because I work on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. And uh, But, you know, even though I wasn't there, like you said, I... Two hours later, all the photos were up from her bridal shower. Yeah, I knew exactly yeah. what she wore and what everybody else wore, yeah. you know, there also. And she came in um, to our studio yesterday and just said, uh, she just happened to be looking around and she didn't even necessarily realize that I had all these little white dresses. And she said, oh, I actually need a dress for the rehearsal dinner. And so we found her dress. It fits her perfectly. It was, it was, And she was just like, well, I like it so much I want to buy it. And I said, okay, well, it's a pretty nice brand and this dress retails for $400. And she was like, my fiance would literally kill me (laughs) if I spent $400 on this dress because we're already over budget and so many other things. And my partner and I were both there with her. We're both married and we're like telling you as much as you think that you're going to wear this dress again, you're not going to. I I have my rehearsal dinner dress. I never wore it again. My bridal shower dress, I never wore it again. And, um, And I got married six years ago before there was 
like Pinterest was a really big thing. Me too. Yeah. And even then, you know, everyone saw what I was wearing if mm-hmm. if they were there or they were not. And so she was like, "You're." She was just like, "I don't even know what I was thinking about <laughs> buying it." So she's really excited to run it out, and then she can go tell her future husband that she's being really practical. She's really. Excited I love it. <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah. It's like you're you're winning either way. So that's perfect. Yeah. So the little white dress. Do brides wear um, that? Like, do they change into it the night of their wedding as like a second dress, or is that something they wear like the next day, or how does that work? Yeah, we have a, we have um, a couple different types of dresses, and we're always looking for more inventory. And actually, what got me started to, uh, to even think about it was that I had some longtime lenders who had just gotten married and they brought me five or six dresses and they knew exactly where they were. They're like, this is the one I wore to my bridal shower. This is the one I wore to the rehearsal dinner. This is the one I wore to the bachelorette the first night. This is the bachelorette the second night. And I was just like, wait a minute, we're spending, I mean, even before the wedding dress, which is really the main dress that everyone thinks about, there's like five or six other dresses that are coming even before that. And then Mm -hmm. again, with Pinterest and stuff now, people are doing all these amazing engagement photo shoots and all this stuff, right? So, Um, so really we have dresses that are focused for all those other events other than wedding dresses. People ask us all the time if we, um, carry wedding dresses Mm -hmm. and we've decided to kind of steer from that because there's a lot of options for that. And then the wedding dress is the one that everyone is really particular about. That's the one that they're like, it needs to fit me perfectly. Right. Plus you may not want something that somebody else wore. Exactly. And it was funny. And I'll tell you, like when I first even started, um, even before I started building anything about wedding dresses, like I had people like just giving me their wedding dresses and I was just like, what is going on here? Like there's so many people. And then one of these ladies who came by the studio, she was like, I don't care what you do with this dress, but I got divorced. So this dress doesn't need to be in my house. And I was thinking, I'm like, I don't know that I would rent it out to somebody else, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, so the, on the, for all the wedding dresses, we've left that to, you know, the wedding dress experts and we want to help brides save money on all the dresses that they need for all of the other events coming up. Yeah. I think that's so smart. It's such a great angle cause you're right. And that's another one of those things that you don't budget for. Mm-hmm. I didn't at least, you yeah. know, my husband and I just didn't budget for all those other dresses. You just think mm-hmm. the actual dress and that's it. And yeah. it's another one of those expenses that with weddings, as everybody listening knows, as you and I know, mm-hmm. you don't think about half of these things yeah, until yeah. you start to realize, oh, wait a minute, I do have a, you know, um, maybe you thought about the shower, but you didn't think about the rehearsal dinner and then the bachelorette night one or night two mm-hmm. or whatever you're saying. Mm-hmm. So it makes perfect sense. So you, now you do packages around an event. Yeah. How that works. So um, because so many of our clients are coming in um, as wedding guests, Mm -hmm. initially we're just like, well, it makes sense, you know, if we knew when when these weddings were happening because we were just relying on, you know, individual clients to kind of help spread the word. And so um, we just started this past summer a referral program where any brides who are having an upcoming wedding, from the time that they sign up through a referral program up until the wedding, any dresses that are rented out through a code that they set up, mm-hmm. um, they will get a credit towards a free dress rental for every three of those that come in. So what's awesome. really awesome is that, for example, next week I have a, a bride who literally just got engaged like two days ago. And she was like, Bernadette, I'm coming to you because I know we're going to have a short engagement and I have all of these events coming up for it. And I just want to bang out all of these Smart dresses bride. all at one time. Yeah. She's planning on renting, you know, at least three dresses. So right off the bat, she's going to get a free dress rental oh, and she can either use it for one of the events coming up to the wedding or up to six months after the wedding. So even if you have other events to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for the... Uh, code, we like to use their hashtag. Everyone has a hashtag now for their wedding. Yeah, so yeah. it's also another nice reminder 
for people about the wedding mm-hmm. and uh, and also, you know, for brides who are especially cost conscious, mm-hmm. uh, they can, you know, give this code to their guests and they uh, will, start, you know, start collecting these these uh, free dress rentals for a future purpose. I think it's great. And you know what I'm just thinking as we're sitting here talking is that that's probably good for you because you kind of then will know, well, your dresses are all one of a kind, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you know that if, you know, if she sends her whole bridal party to you or several of her guests, no one's going to show up in the same dress. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And so, you know, that's the other thing too, is that we're, you know, we're keeping track of who's renting what during what weekend. So obviously if there is dresses that are similar, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I would know to stop and say, okay, you know, you can rent this dress, but just FYI, I know someone else is going to the same event as you and they're wearing something similar. Right. So there's that piece. And then what's been interesting, um, as clients have come in, Mm -hmm. they have a lot of questions about attire for weddings. And Mm -hmm. it's been um, interesting to feel those because of course, a lot of people don't want to necessarily ask the bride, what do you mean by, you know, uh, black tie optional? Or what do you mean by, I I myself am going to a wedding in September and it's like barn casual. And I was like, I don't even, like, I don't even know what that means. What is barn casual? (laughs) Well, it's a, one of my good friends, a groom is actually, um, my friends, mm-hmm. and uh, they basically just want everyone to have a really good time. They don't want people to get super dressed up because they just expect us to just dance all night and just like get super sweaty and like whatever. <laughs> they're like they're almost like don't bring anything nice because right. you know we're just gonna run a good time. Yeah, yeah. So you know, there's a lot of questions that come up on what is appropriate to wear to these events, mm-hmm. and uh, and so you know that's one of the nice things is that we can help field those questions to make sure that people are coming to your wedding appropriately. I love that. Up. Yeah, and even so, I'm sitting here right now in Bernadette's studio, and there's even a um, something on her wall that shows like. <laughs> different cuts. And I'm assuming that you can know when you're looking at somebody, like I know you did with me, like you instantly were like, okay, you're going to look good in this, this, that, and that. And you pulled them. So I love that you have that up on your wall because it just is another layer of what's the word I'm looking for, like customization mm. in, in the service that you provide. So thank you. Yeah. yeah. I, awesome. I We try really hard to make sure that people are happy when they leave. And it's funny because when I first started too, a lot of people I think also when you go to stores, um, a lot of people are, you know, feel like they're being sold on something. And so people ask me all the time, you know, do you, you know, are you just telling me that I look good or, you know, do you actually mean it? And I tell people all the time, like I am, you know, this business and this business is mine. So Mm -hmm. I, you know, directly correlate it with myself. So it doesn't benefit me or you for you to go out looking like a crazy person telling people (laughs) that you came to dress Charlotte. Right. So, you know, you know, for everyone's benefit, I'm, I'm going to make sure you look, you know, as great as you can coming out of here. And, um, the best thing that I love about doing this is that, you know, women who come in, especially ones who maybe don't get dressed up all the time. I like seeing them, their faces light up when they find a dress that, you know, fits them and they feel really good in. Yeah. And that happened to me. So I can, <laughs> I can attest to that. Like I said, I wore the dress. We had a black tie event. It was for a fundraiser and that was one of my favorite dresses. I loved oh, it. Oh, thank yeah, you. It was like a black, you know, mermaid at the bottom and it had the, the floral. It was like a yeah, one strap. that's one of my favorite dresses yeah, too. I, I love, love that. that and I think that was 39 or $49 yeah. for that one. And mm-hmm. it was like the most seamless thing because I rented it the day, the, that morning, I think. Yeah. And that morning, rented the dress. The next day, I dropped it off on your your studio porch. Mm-hmm. Just left it on the little hook. Everything was just so and easy. We took care of the dry cleaning. So yes, you don't and have you to worry about that. And you take care of the dry cleaning, which is awesome. Yeah. Um. 
So, and you also, I think you may have mentioned this, but Mother of the Bride, Bridesmaids, you mm-hmm. kind of do everybody. Yeah, right? the yeah. only things that, the the only ones that we don't do is like, people ask all, all the time if we do Flower Girls. And unfortunately, we don't have little mini dresses, although yeah. maybe down the road, I would love that. Yeah. But basically, anyone else who's coming to your wedding can definitely help out. And especially, like I said, for the bride to help, um, you know, kind of stre- ease the stress of all the events coming up. Yes. Any kind of stress easing when it comes to wedding planning Seriously, is a good thing. Right? It's crazy. Um, so now you, when did, what year did you get married again? Oh, uh, my anniversary just passed last week. So, uh, 2011, July 15th. Okay. Oh, happy anniversary. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> Can't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> we're similar. Like, well, we were 2008, but we, it was obviously the same thing where there was no Instagram or Facebook even. I think Facebook yeah. was still new at that point, but yeah. I wasn't even on it. Yeah. yeah. It just wasn't, you know, it didn't blow up like to the level mm-hmm. that it is now. So it's a totally different world. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, I love how you're incorporating all of that with the hashtags and everything. And you're, you, you know, have a good understanding of how all that works with weddings. Cause that's huge, you know? It's so huge. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of, um, you know, a lot of people do come in and rent dresses because they are in a certain point where they're going like me back then. I had, you know, seven weddings to go in one yes, year. Yes, me too. And 11. I yeah, think. you had 11. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's and nuts. so having a new dress every single time because you are getting photographed. Mm-hmm. And even if people weren't at the event, everyone's just posting pictures. And um, I've always tended to try to be like a low-key person. Um, but I would go to these events and my girlfriends all love taking pictures. Mm-hmm. And so even though I was trying to like hide my dress from people, <laughs> it was impossible to do it when you yeah. have anybody who likes taking photos. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always tell people that I feel really lucky that we got married before like Pinterest really got big. Yes. Because now I feel like there is just so much out there. It's a lot of information to sift through. Yeah. For sure. Oh God. Yeah. You really have to have discipline with yourself to, to just force yourself to like shut it down. Mm-hmm. Like I always say, once you've made a decision about something, move on. Yep. Don't even think about it anymore because yep. you will just, you could spend hours, especially now, like on Pinterest, like, Oh my God, why didn't I order this cake? Or, Oh my God, I'm getting mm-hmm. wedding, you know, married in a barn. And why didn't I do this decor or whatever? Mm-hmm. You could drive yourself nuts. Like you said. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, this show and, and the book and everything, it's all about the real deal. So when it came to you and your wedding planning, what did you find that was challenging or, oh or gosh. significant <laughs> or, you know, any tips that you could give for our listeners that maybe are not local or yeah. Oh my gosh. There's so many things. I'm actually a maid of honor for a wedding coming up. And so I'm like relaying all this information to her. And one mm-hmm. of the big things, and I don't know if it's just a cultural, I probably not. I think every family has, you know, some element of this, but you know, everyone has their opinions of <laughs> what they want for your wedding and what they want you to do and all of this stuff. And it was really challenging for me because like I said, I tend to be a really low key person. If I quote unquote had my choice, which I guess, you know, everyone does, but, um, I would have, I would have, yeah, Yeah. I would have, I would have eloped probably, but I come from a Filipino family. My husband's also Filipino. Filipinos are crazy (laughs) about weddings. And so both our parents just started kind of doing stuff without even like telling us just, Oh no. Yeah. Just crazy stuff. And, um, like booking vendors, like like inviting people to be in our bridal party oh. without telling us, <laughs> and um, or you know like ordering flowers without like ever showing, you know stuff like that. And me, I don't know, is that not normal? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I bet you I will tell you this, and I'm sure people listening can attest to this. You can probably substitute a lot of different ethnicities in that. Like, yeah, I will right? say you could have substituted Italian, I was there, say Italian or, and I think, Greek yeah. in there. You know, I have so many friends of all different backgrounds who just have families that are similar, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of this stuff. And then, um, you know, my parents were like inviting people to the wedding without telling us. And so 
Um, and we, I wanted to have a relatively small wedding and I will always remember it. My, my father sends me a spreadsheet of everyone who they plan on inviting just my parents. And it was like 300 people. And oh I was God. just like, I wanted to have a wedding of max, maybe 150. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's like on the max. And so there's 300 people, not including my friends, not including any of AJ, my husband's family or anything. And I was just like, no, not happening. Yeah. So there was a lot of back and forth with family and just, and I had to keep reminding people. I'm like, I know that you're excited about this and everything, but <laughs> this is, and you know, I think a lot of people kind of lose sight of this that's the one thing that I think I always kept in mind was that all of this doesn't really matter as long as me and AJ end up there and you're married by the end of it. Right. So everything falls to crap. Then as long as we were married by the end of it and we're happy with it, then everything else will fall into place. And I tell people all the time too, like something is bound to go wrong. Like, yes, yes. You just have to accept it. If you just expect everything to go perfect and smooth, it's just not going to happen. No. So the more that you just like realize that's not going to happen. I think the more at peace I was anyway. Yeah. So yeah, just like, you know, things got going missing and people got showing up. Oh God. Yeah. Just, you know, stuff like just is bound to happen. So at the beginning of the day, like I had to remind myself and say, all right, there's probably going to be at least 10 things that go wrong today. So just laugh it off again, as long as me and AJ end up on the altar and get married, like, everything will work itself out. Yes, it's so true. You really do need to have like a little come to Jesus with yourself about like, what what do you care that much about? Mm -hmm. And what can you let go? Because so many people are going to be on you like do it this way, do it that way, invite this one, invite that one. And you do need to stand your ground. Absolutely. But some things are like just not worth the fight. Yeah, especially when it comes to like, maybe something that your mom wants or your dad wants or whatever. It's like, you know what? I, I don't want to die on that hill. You know, I'm just yeah. going to let them do it. And that's it. And as at the end of the day, like you said, as long as you two are married, that's the end goal. Yeah. You know? And same thing about things going perfectly. You know, we had planned all these different things for us. Like we got married on October in October, mm-hmm. October 25th. And I remember like every weekend before that was like beautiful, gorgeous, sunny, you know, fall foliage, gorgeous backdrops or whatever. And of course it downpoured on our oh entire gosh, wedding day. Wow. It was completely downpoured. That's supposed to be lucky. <laughs> yeah, that's what everybody tells you, right? Yeah. Like, they would tell me that probably if a bird shit on my head that yeah. day. And be like, oh, this is good luck. Yeah. And be, yeah. <laughs> but it was totally fine. I mean, you know, we really, like you said, we just kept our minds on the end goal, which is we're having fun. We're getting married. Who cares? Yeah. We can't plan the weather. Yeah. You know, you so. Can't, you can't control everything. And um, and I was, I, I have to say, I was really fortunate in that my husband actually did a good chunk, if not the majority of the wedding planning, which oh, is like unheard nice. of. Yes. Um, because at the time he had a pretty regular like nine to five kind of job and I was working at an investment bank and I was like all crazy sorts of hours. Okay. And also back then I was just like, I don't really care what happens. I just want to get married. And so yeah. people and my bridesmaids even got like a little bit kind of worried because uh, even with the bridesmaid dresses, and this is before I owned this business, I was just like, this is the color I want. I don't care. And back then <laughs> it just started when people started doing like the miss, not not exactly matching, I yes. guess. Yeah. And the bridesmaids, I had eight of them also in hindsight. I don't know if I would have done eight, but, yeah. um, but they're all like, well, you know, what if one of us is wearing what? Like they're trying to give me all these scenarios to try to like crack me. And they're like, well, if one of us is wearing something different, everyone else is wearing the same. Or what if two of us are wearing it and three people? And like, do you want us even? I was like, I literally do not care. Like, as long as you come in this color, mm-hmm. I don't care. They're like, but you want our shoes to match? I'm like, stop asking me questions. Just like whatever you want to wear, whatever you want to be comfortable with, and that's the kind of the mantra that 
my husband and I took was just like, we really wanted it for, for it to be a day for us to celebrate. Mm-hmm. And we actually split it up into two days. So we got married on the 15th and it was like a small ceremony, like at our church, whoever heard about it was, you know, could come. But then we had the big reception and stuff okay. the next day. And so by that time we were already married. We were like, Let's just Whatever. party. So yeah. we literally just partied for six hours straight. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. <laughs> so you wore then two different dresses? Yeah, I okay. did. Okay. And uh, now that we're talking about it, even in hindsight, I'm just realizing, like, what a budgetary type person I was. Because I got both my dresses um, as samples. There were samples that uh, I got in New York. One was in Long Island. One was in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I spent, I don't know, like, I think it was 1400 or something for the, both of them. And um and, like, there were, like, nice high-end dresses, but mm-hmm. I was like, no, I'm not spending a crazy amount. Even then, yeah. it felt really, like, that seems like a lot to me. Right. Um, but I had one dress that was, like, a long, like, kind of A-line gown, and then the other one was, like, sh- sh- like a high-low one, because all I oh, cared cute. about was dancing. Yeah. And my friend, actually, actually, the one that um, was for a reception, I still have in our other studio, because we use it for shoots and stuff like that. Mm. And my friend came the other day, and she's like, this looks familiar. I'm like, oh, that's my dress for my reception. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I don't recognize it, because of... Because uh, of the shoes, and I w- was wearing these like sparkly like um, sneakers all night. Like, oh, I, was, I love it. <laughs> I was wearing sneakers all night. That's like li- how little like we cared about like all of this pomp and circumstance. Like, I just got these blinged out sneakers, and I was just like, that's at it so all night. cool. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. See, that's knowing yourself, knowing what you and your spouse want, and just following through with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah which is I, again, it's so hard to do sometimes when you have so many people like giving you their opinions it and stuff. Is. That's why like, I think it's so important to kind of like lay down the law from the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, like be nice about it, but you can just like the earlier you do it, the better, because yeah. I find that like once the ball is rolling and you start saying yes to people, mm-hmm. you're going to have panic attacks. Like, yeah. like that's kind of what happened with us too. You know, we had a big, big Italian wedding and it was just like, I didn't realize like saying yes to ABC right. would mean I would have to do like XYZ. I right. just didn't know. Yeah. So it's like really like just scope it out in the beginning. Think about what's the most important thing to you and your spouse. Like you said to you and AJ, you figured out exactly what you wanted and then just try to stick to that. And I think that yeah. if you do it earlier on too, like people tend to back off no, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. They don't like, they don't all of a sudden are like, wait, all of a sudden you don't want help anymore. Like what's yeah. going on? And I've been giving this advice to, um, I was the first one of my girlfriends to get married and they've all started getting married in the last two or three years. Okay. And you know, I've said the same thing to them too. I was just like, cause, um, a lot of my friends are from like immigrant families. So it's like, like you said, like you could probably insert a lot of yes. <laughs> the same issue with like whatever culture. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I've kind of mentioned that to them also that, and it sounds weird, but you know, even with the wedding planning stuff that kind of starts trickling into, you know, down the road, like this is setting the foundation, not only for just the wedding day, but for your marriage. So totally. like if you have all these people who are letting, you know, you're letting them tell you what to do about your wedding day, like they're going to feel like they have the okay to tell you about when you should have kids and how to raise your kids. Yeah. And yeah. like where you should live and all yeah. of this stuff. And I've seen it happen. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, that's the foundation and that's the other thing too, that I told people too, is like, you got to make sure you are on the same page with yeah. your spouse. And I, again, I don't know if it's a cultural thing or what, but sometimes guys have an issue telling their mom, like, yes, no, you know, that's not going to happen yeah. or whatever it is. And that's when you're starting to, you know, um, really formulate, what's going to be the relationship for you as a team, as a couple. Mm -hmm. And so 
we ha- I had to have ins- have that conversation with my husband. That I was like, I need you to have my back on this yeah. too. Like, I can't be the bad guy in all of this. And yeah. then, you know, you tell them like, oh, it's what Bernadette wanted. Like, no, we had this conversation. <laughs> right. And I want to make sure that you're okay with it too, obviously. Yeah. So you're so right. And it's a huge exercise for the rest of your marriage because, mm-hmm. um, you just, you can't let people walk all over you. And I think it's also a mentality, not like a you guys against the world, but like in a way it kind of is like acknowledging the fact that you guys are family now. Mm-hmm. Like it's, you guys are the yeah. unit now. Yeah. You're not saying, you know, go screw off to your parents, oh, yeah, yeah. but you just, you have to put each other as priority because mm-hmm. even like well-meaning people, like, you know, your family, my family, they're, they're good people. They're yeah. people they can start to kind of like pull apart or, you know, maybe not even do it intentionally, but yeah. if they, if they see that you're kind of not on the same page and it just creates bad energy, I think. Or I agree. No, I think so. Yeah. And I think, um, I think it's, but also it's really the first time a lot of times couples are, you know, acting like that unit mm-hmm. with their families. And so it yeah. is a learning curve for everybody. Definitely. You know, I think a lot of times, you know, parents are used to, you know, just talking with their son or daughter and like, you know, they're just not used to like, oh, I have also have to get an opinion of this like person right? You know, who's not right. my son or daughter yet, you yeah. know? Yeah. And so that was a big, you know, exercise and learning experience. And then also, especially when it comes to budget stuff too, there, I think a lot of the reasons that my husband and I were able to stay very focused and keep, um, you know, on target with what we were planning to spend for a wedding was because we were very focused on that. And that was a, and, and, you know, again, like my family's trying to invite 300 people and I'm like, wait, are you going to pay for all 300 people? Right, no. Right. So, okay, then you, that's yeah. not happening. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so it was actually, that was a really, um, it wasn't as stressful as it could have been in that, like, you know, we told people like, Hey, we're saving up for a house. So mm-hmm. that's our priority. Yes. And so, yes. yeah, we want to have a nice wedding, but we're not going to blow our budget because you want to, invite and literally this happened my mom was like oh I need to invite my my second cousin's daughter and I was like I don't even know what that makes that person to me <laughs> right so I had to make this rule for my parents and for his parents I was like if they know my husband's name is AJ if mm-hmm. they know what AJ stands for they're allowed to come <laughs> I love it <laughs> so if they don't know that means they're not coming <laughs> you know what because you're spending all of your time your money your energy on this event and guess what every single person that's there that you don't know is another person who is not an intimate part of your life mm-hmm. and is another person who you're going you're going to be a gracious bride and groom so you're going to stop and say hello and talk to that person on that night that means so much to you and I totally agree you're not being a, a jerk in any way if you're you just don't want somebody there who is not really a significant part of your world yeah yeah and I, yeah. And it, I know maybe I am I have to tell people something I probably am a jerk. I just don't care anymore. <laughs> but, but and I tell this to people like now in hindsight, like I wish someone had told me this, but even, you know, now, like I'll look back on, and you know, when I, when I got married, I was like 26. So I was still in this phase of like, me too. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so, um, I was in this phase of like, oh, I don't want to offend, any, offend anybody. And I want to make sure everyone feels included and invited. Right. Now I look back at my wedding albums and I don't even talk to some of these people anymore. And then there's a bunch of people who like were dating in there. clearly not together anymore like yeah you have to be kind of ruthless like in a sense it's so true that's why like the tag on my book is the wedding planner to help you blush like a bride but plan like a bitch I love it you do it you have to be a bitch you You have have to somehow even if you're like the nicest most passive person on the planet Mm -hmm. you have to conjure up that inner little bitch (laughs) in you who is just gonna say like you know what do I want to do this? Do my husband and I or wife and I want to do this? No? Okay, then we're not freaking doing it. Yeah. End of story. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I think we're good about that on a lot of things. Like, 
like literally my mom was like, you need to have flowers at your wedding. I'm like, I'm allergic to flowers. So <laughs> we're not going to have flowers. I mean, she's like, it's not a real wedding if there's no flowers. I'm like, I'm sorry. I thought that it's not a real wedding unless there's people getting married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize flowers were like, you know, the prerequisite for getting married. So yeah. stuff like that. But again, in hindsight, if I could go back and say, Bernadette, invite the people who you think will still be there for you 10 years from now or that you think you're going to be, you know, friends with 10 years. They don't have to be close friends. Or, like, I have some friends who I've been friends with for years. Yeah. We see each other twice a year, but it's like nothing ever changed, right. you know? Right. And then there's some people that you do see every day, but, like, it's only for that certain point in your life, and then, you know, are they here now, right? So right. if I could go back and say, we're in a debt. Like, if you could predict, you know, who you feel really strongly about who's going to be a big part of your life or, you know, the rest of your life, those are the people who should be at your wedding. But that's just my so true and I feel like you do know if you really ask yourself that question and look deep down you know Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I yeah, knew. Know. Yeah. yeah. So it's just a, a, having like a good, I feel like the whole wedding planning thing in general, you have to really have a good balance of emotional and logistics. Mm-hmm. You know, you really have to keep going back and forth between the two. Yeah. You can feel emotional about something, but then you have to get the logic side. Even if you have to write it down on paper, like just balance those two things and yeah. you, you'll usually wind up doing what it is that you guys want. Exactly. Yeah. And I would say too, um, which is actually contrary to what I would have said before, but um, you know, it is your day and I don't advocate being a bridezilla by any means, but you know, and I don't, I don't know if it's the Asian thing, but a lot of, uh, parent, Asian parents are like, Oh, you have to have this wedding somewhere convenient so people can come and make sure you're not inconveniencing other people. Uh And my kind of whole opinion on it is just like, you know what, have your wedding wherever you want it to be. And if people really care, they will show up. Yeah. Like, they will be there, right? So true. And so, so true. I had a friend who got married last year who, you know, wanted, really wanted to have a destination wedding in Mexico. And her parents were just like, that's not convenient. People can't travel, blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, cost this much or whatever. But all of, we have a close group of friends. Like, as soon as she said it, we're like, sweet. When is it? Where is it? We'll be there. Like, Perfect. no questions yeah. asked. Yes. You know, because if you really care about the people who are getting married, like, you'll make it work. Absolutely. So My sister-in-law, same thing. They were trying to figure out where they should get married. And she's Italian. Her husband's Indian. And um, Oh, man, that's a huge wedding. A huge wedding. <laughs> that's like a thousand people. <laughs> totally. But you know what? They just didn't want that. And yeah. they were like trying to figure out a way to kind of make both sides happy but also do what they wanted you know mm-hmm. um they didn't want that big traditional italian or indian ceremony or any of that so they wound up just saying like you know what screw it we're going to jamaica we're going to invite everybody we know that not everybody can come but we're going to we're having our wedding in jamaica and yeah. they did and they wound up with like i think it was like 75 people or something like that that we all went of yeah, course you know because, yeah. and they did they did um you know an indian traditional Indian ceremony somewhat much shorter than mm-hmm. the usual ones mm-hmm. but they did that at like noon and then like around sunset they did the other one uh you know like the more they, they're so funny they kept calling it the white skin and the dark skin ceremony <laughs> <laughs> they're like we'll do the dark skin ceremony at 12 underneath the gazebo and the white skin ceremony will be on the beach at sunset yeah. <laughs> and she wore a white dress for that oh, but wow. yeah but that yeah, I, like so much fun oh it was so much fun and I wrote about it in the book too because she totally went non-traditional with the dress you know um mm-hmm. Everyone was like, oh, you got to go to this shop and spend all this money and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, you know what? No. She went into, um, you know, like, I don't remember which store it was, but I think it was like a Nordstrom or one of the designer stores that don't have like super crazy high yeah. end, you know? And she bought her dress off the rack for, I, I don't even know. I don't yeah. think she'll care if I say it. I think yeah. it's like under a hundred bucks. That's awesome. Her dress, you know, yeah. just like kind of embellish it with like a brooch from her grandmother, like in Aww. the center. And like, it was just it was beautiful. I mean, it was a beautiful white dress. Um, so yeah, they did the same thing. They were like, whoever wants, we're inviting everybody. If you can make it great, if not, no hard feelings, but this is what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, great. And you know, I think that's the other thing that I hear a lot of 
you know, brides and it's crazy to me how much people are spending on, on wedding dresses now. And even like I said, back then, like I was like, like nauseous about what I was spending, but also yeah. I was living in New York and I thought that was normal. Right. If I right. could go oh, back to, yes, yeah. yes. Now, clearly I would rent a dress or whatever for whatever events that I have to do. But yeah, you know, and I tell people this all the time is like, you know, no one is really looking at you so closely to, you know, really be judging, especially in your wedding day. And if people, if there are people at your, at your wedding day who was like, Oh my God, she wore a hundred dollar dress. Like yeah. they shouldn't be at your wedding anyway, yeah. Yeah. to be honest. So I think like, the most why? important thing, which I'm sure you will agree with the most important thing is it's gotta be how you feel in the dress. Mm-hmm. It should like, and I, I wish I knew this fashion tip like my whole life. And I feel like I'm just now learning it at 35. Like it's not so much, what you look like or how it falls on you. Yeah, that stuff matters, but that kind of comes secondary. The A number one thing is how does it make you feel? Yeah. How does it make you feel? Mm-hmm. And if you put on a $100 dress and it makes you feel awesome, buy that right. dress. Yeah. You know? And if it's like 20 bucks, buy that dress. If it, And that's what I tell people all the time because I have clients who, <laughs> like, they'll literally come to me like, you, you don't even want to know how much you spend. And I'm like, did you feel good about it? Like, do you feel... Like it was worth it. If you felt like it was worth it there, no one else is to judge you and what you spend on that or whatever. And so, um, but you know what I, what I find really fun is that people are surprised by, you know, dresses that they can get for way less and feel really good about it and not feel guilty about it. And then what's been really fun and interesting, again, another side effect that I didn't really expect was that because uh, people are running the dresses here, they're trying on styles and different things that they wouldn't have normally tried on because, Mm -hmm. And I know I do this when I go buy something like I try to justify this is something I need to wear more than one time because I'm buying it's gonna be sitting in my closet and I might be spending, you know, a couple hundred bucks or whatever it is. Right. But if you're running a dress for one time, like I've had clients who told me they've never, yeah, I've had all sorts of things. They've never worn, you know, cutout sleeves. They've never worn like they've never worn like lace. They've Mm -hmm. never worn all these kinds of things. And they always talk themselves out of it when they're shopping because they try to make multiple uses out of it. Right. So I've had clients who are like, Bernadette, this is. I would have never worn this before. And I'm yes. like, that's great. You know, that come out of your comfort zone. And yes. I had one, I had one client who, um, she, she wore this really amazing, like Nicole Miller dress that we have. That's all this geometric print and everything. And she sent me a picture of it. And she said that she felt like Cinderella. And she was like, <laughs> my sisters, like didn't even recognize me because they said I was smiling so much the whole night. And it's like, oh, it's crazy wow. what, you know, yes. when you feel really good, like how that, Everyone, yes. that's what people are reacting to. You could be wearing the most amazing dress, and if you're just walking around like a schlep and like feeling like really down on you yourself, you can't breathe or yeah. whatever. Yeah, it's, people are not going to notice that, but people are going to notice when you're standing upright and you're feeling really good about yourself. Yes, yeah. yes, I agree. That's and, awesome. Yeah, and I think that's the best way to do it. Some people think like you know, fashion on that level is shallow, whatever. I'm like, you know what? It's really not because it all just comes down to a feeling. And if you feel good, then you project that, and especially on your wedding day. Like, how else would you want to feel? Yeah, you know? yeah, and. uh and, and, you know, when I think about, you know, wedding dresses, I find it so fun just seeing what people wear on their wedding day, mm-hmm. wedding days, because you really get to see their personality and what makes them feel really good. Yeah. And um, even my best friend who's getting married next year, she, she has the, like the weirdest fashion taste in the sense of like, she just wears like, when we were in college, like she, all she wore was like sweatshirts and like t-shirts and stuff and like, but then at night she would be rocking, like she would just look <laughs> awesome. But over the years, she's just like, oh, I don't really care what I feel like or whatever. And so I thought she was going to be really low-key about her wedding dress. And she was trying on these wedding dresses. And they're, like, huge, like, fairy tale, like, just not what you'd expect for someone who wears, like, you know, T-shirt and jeans every day. Yeah, yeah. Like, super glamorous, like, Disney princess kind of stuff. <laughs> and so you realize that, like, you know, and that's what I think I like about people and their fashion is it does say something about their personality. Yeah. 
things that you might not know about. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, um, speaking of fashion, before we wrap up, I wanted to mention to um, our listeners that Bernadette has an Instagram over at um, Dressed CLT, mm-hmm. and you can check out her feed because it, even whether you're local or not, she's got a lot of great inspiration on there, and everybody that rents from you is like tagging and you know <laughs> showing you know, how they look in your dresses. So I, I mean, I love checking your Instagram feed oh, just for myself. So thank you. especially if you have an event to go to or if you're getting married, definitely check out Bernadette's Instagram feed. Um, and your website is DressedCLT.com. Mm-hmm. Your Facebook, you can find you on Facebook at Dressed CLT. So mm-hmm. everything is Dressed CLT. Yep. And if you guys have any questions or if you want to um, chat with Bernadette about anything, you can email her at Bernadette at DressedCLT.com. Perfect. Yeah. This has been a blast. I'm so glad I got to sit with you in person. Thank this is you. Awesome. So, yeah, this is so much fun. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. And I'll put all the links up on, on the post as well. So for everybody listening, you'll have it there. And um, we'll wrap up with that. Thanks, Bernadette. Thank you.